So uh, also, we're, we're going to have uh, some really big announcements uh, in the upcoming episodes. Just a little teaser. Uh, we can't really talk much about it, but uh, <laughs> so it's going it something up? really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 85. This episode 2 is see we talk about Space Mountain Man, Geek Anthem, and Meet the Parents. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Yeah, I probably should have saved the uh, Space Mountain Man for the last part of that, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, you, maybe. <laughs> How's your weekend been, Anton? Or your week been? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I, I actually did quite a bit of stuff. Uh very exciting stuff that we'll probably talk about in this show uh i got to see hamilton uh this uh past week Ooh, and yeah uh, I, saw, I saw it on your story i didn't i, re, I mm-hmm. refrained from asking questions because i wanted to say it for the show yeah and i tried so hard to you know just keep it into myself but every time you know when we play uh overwatch during the week i just want to talk to you about it because uh, i mean after watching it, it it's just crazy. We'll, we'll talk a, a little bit about it later, unless uh, you know, we're we're gonna be talking about it now. Well, well, I have a few things I want to cover first before we get into that, but we'll cover okay. it in the intro part. Yeah, uh, but before that, uh, we're doing something new this week. Uh, I I got a little bit of a uh, a camera setup. Um, I don't know if you can pull it up right now, um, just to see what it looks like. I don't even know what it looks like. Um, no, I see it. You, you you look more professional than I do. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's crazy yeah so yeah i, I got this logitech camera uh, i think it is called the c920 and uh it, it's a fairly cheap camera it used to be like 150 bucks back in the day but mm-hmm. uh, you can get it now for probably about 50 bucks and then i also got this uh light over here um i'm gonna show it on the screen right here it's really bright so this is a really cheap setup that i'm having for this uh show so then, uh, you know, it, it looks like, you know, we got a little bit more of a bigger production. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have my yeah. own light, but I should have probably played around more with uh, the setup for mm-hmm. it instead of me just uh, placing it on there. Yeah. And the reason why I did this is because for the last couple of episodes, I've been recording uh, these video that uh, stream that we have on YouTube. And mm-hmm. it's just recording the audio from the laptop instead of the microphone. So... I wanted something where, you know, it's all in one system yeah. and it's recording the audio, the video, and also streaming at the same time because I got this monster machine over here and, you know, I got to put it to good good use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all I mean, right. You pay- so anyways. You paid good money for it, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. So anyways, uh, you were going to say something about uh, your week? Yeah. So first off, um, and I kind of I want to get your, your background, I, and I know it's been quite a while since this happened, but. Mm-hmm. Um, this last weekend was very busy for me and my girlfriend because uh, one of the like, like, what I said a couple episodes ago is we waited on purpose until after New Year's uh, in order to prevent us being you know pulled into holiday events and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We wanted to go at our own pace when introducing people. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend was probably the worst of it. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Uh, on Saturday we had lunch with my brother and his wife, uh, mm-hmm. so she got to meet them um that, which was fun we were there for a while um or mm-hmm. honestly probably spent no, probably another almost two hours after we finished eating just talking at the restaurant mm-hmm. um and then i got to meet her mom and i already met her her brother and his wife before that mm-hmm. uh but it, it was just so packed dude and i i i, I was kind of curious of how your first experience with your uh meeting your wife's parents went okay so for <laughs> For me, I, I think it was easy because uh, I'm a very relatable guy, especially when it comes to like family. Um, I, I just try to figure out, you know, where their comfort zone is at. And that's where I start hitting all of that stuff. Um, well, I think the first thing for me was I got along with the, the siblings really well. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. pretty much clicked. You know, they were on my side, um, you know, backing me up if I needed to, you know, uh, get comfortable with the family. So when I talked to Julie's parents, um, you know, I, I talked to them in Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got them to understand that, you know, I'm I, I was I'm educated, you know. So I'm 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 not uh, some guy who's gonna come in and say, oh, I'm gonna take your daughter away. I, no, I'm not that type of guy. I I rather ease it in, uh, let them ease it in, understand. Really, yeah. That's that's a, <laughs> that's a word you want to use in front of their parents. I just want to ease it in. I just want to ease it in with your daughter. <laughs> 
No, because I don't want to overwhelm them. You know, I mean, no, she no. never really took a guy home before. So, I mean, it took a while to actually get to meet her parents because mm-hmm. uh, I guess she was trying to focus on school. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a, the thing about um, Asian families is they don't want any of their kids dating until you know they're in college or something like that but you know i mean i dated julie since uh senior year of high school so uh i think it was a surprise to them yeah which is very i mean for for asian parents that's that's really early for them um no but you kind of you kind of hit something on the head there that kind of made me nervous was Mm -hmm. um her parents like to correct her in her spanish yeah i am very self-conscious about my spanish i i know it um, mm-hmm. I can read it. I can kind of write it. Like I just, I'm self-taught when it comes to writing. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to speaking it, I tend to stumble on some words, or I just don't know the words uh, altogether. Yeah. And there was a point in the dinner where my girlfriend said something, and I really can't remember off the top of my head what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her mom's like, huh, "I think you mean this." <laughs> and they went back and forth, like they were arguing. It, 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 <laughs> It was the level of conjugation. Um, I'll put it this way. It, it was like, sp- sp- uh, in high school terms, they were speaking span- uh, uh, Spanish Spanglish. three conjugation, uh-huh. like the little nuances. Uh-huh. And here I am going, I'm getting a B plus in Spanish one. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to shut up. I'm not even going to give my, I'm not even give him a chance to, uh, to catch me off guard on this one. I'm just going to, going to let this one go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it went well. So uh, apparently, because c- her mom was very quiet, but um, I guess she was just like observing. She wanted to see me how I interacted. But you're right. I did win over the sibling and mm-hmm. the, the 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 sibling's wife. So that was kind of like her kind of com- confirmation that I'm not a, a threat or I'm not a bad influence on her on their daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I thought it went well. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, I mean, in the past, you know, regardless of you know my wife now um regardless of her parents or anybody's parents especially if it's like you know a friend's parents or something like that i usually talk to them in the intention of you know oh hey you know i'm i'm a good friend of your 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 you know son or daughter yeah and um i i usually follow it up with like oh you know hey uh where are you guys from originally you know Mm -hmm. my parents are from here so that way I can find like, you know, some type of boundary to like, you know, uh, get that comfort zone where they, they're they able to talk easier. Like, oh, hey, you're from this town, you know. Yeah. Do you guys do that too? I mean, uh, especially, you know, when you talk to people, you're like, oh, my dad's from Michigan or, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, at the very least, and I think it's kind of a, a gauging game. You kind of see mm-hmm. like, oh, what state are you from? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm from this state. Like, oh, cool uh how far are you from? like they'll name a major city and then they kind, mm-hmm. they kind of like zone in to see like what, what part they're from mm-hmm. um but i think it's a uh, the good thing about mexico is at least the major towns or the major states are known for specific things mm-hmm. like uh jalisco is known for tequila and stuff like that yeah so you can kind of like you know, i mean it's kind of like texas oh you like oh you go to you're from texas cool i mean you must like good barbecue blah blah, blah you know stuff like that uh-huh <laughs> um yeah but Oh, and before I forget, my brother, my brother will kill me. Uh, my brother is RG from uh, Deep Dives and Rad Hole Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe mm-hmm. to him. Check him out. <laughs> you know how he likes to plug. Yeah. Uh, and That's it? We're just plugging him? Well, yeah. Just, I, I, I brought him up <laughs> earlier, so I just want to make sure I, I mentioned who he was. Um, yeah. And then I was going to ask about your handle, but before that, just a quick thing. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Box Lunch and I purchased something. Or order something actually, mm-hmm. dude. I love that store. Yeah. Oh, nice. You got the cat. Oh, you got both of the cats. Why do you have two? Uh, so and and this is for the audio listeners. Uh, it's the Captain Marvel um goose the cat. Mm-hmm. I got two because I I had a coupon from Christmas shopping. I, mm-hmm. I they they like you get fifteen dollars off a thirty dollar purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw my like, oh, well, I might as well spend it because you only have like two weeks to use the promo code before it expires. Yeah. And I saw the first one. I was like, oh, cool. Click. I have to get the cat. And then they have a box lunch online exclusive, the flocked version. Mm. So for those that don't know, it's the fuzzy uh, pop Funkos. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. I got both versions. I got the normal one and I got the flocked. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's going to be worth something in the future. I mean, 
the exclusive ones they don't make that many yeah i think it's a uh, yeah box lunch is exclusive so mm-hmm. and apparently the flock ones are hard to find after their yeah i'm kind of curious to how that works i mean how exclusive is it I, I i know that sometimes there are certain exclusives where they are only sold at this place for a certain amount of time before it gets released to everything else and there are certain exclusives mm. where they only sell it once to this place so, and that's it so I think this is going to be uh, exclusive to the location and that's it because Box Lunch is a Hot Topic company and Hot Topic yeah. is usually the one that gets the exclusives. Um, mm-hmm. That's what usually we see at uh, the conventions is when there's a Hot Topic Funko exclusive, the line goes crazy for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I, I think uh, Box Lunch does such a good job um, of marketing uh, towards like, you know, the pop culture. I mean, Hot Topic is already a pop culture store. I mean, I remember at the very beginning when it was just like Gothic. Clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and I also got a uh, Rick and Morty uh, deck. Oh, nice. It was like five bucks. I'm like, I'm down. Let's do this. Oh, cool. Um, all right. So what happened with your, with your social media handle? Okay. So <laughs> funny you asked. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you told me to ask. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, I... I've been using, you know, KRAZI BOI 428 for a very long time uh, or, you know, KRAZI 428, just depending on the platform. Uh, but for a while, you know, my official handle where, you know, I, I, I usually talk to people is just at Anton Duong. Mm-hmm. And I use that for uh, Facebook. I use that for Twitter. And, you know, me thinking that there's no other Anton Duong out there. I never made one for Instagram. Mm-hmm. So for a while now, uh, the only reason why I don't use Instagram as much is because I don't have that handle. And uh, for the longest time, I was like, I don't really need Instagram. I, I can just use any other platform. But then I got to a point where, you know, I'm we're doing this now. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Well, some kid. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I would say, well, also Instagram kind of uh, got bigger than we expected. But I mean, I, I yeah. guess that goes for a lot of social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so some kid in Massachusetts has my handle that I wanted, which is at Anton Duong. And his name is not even Anton. It's Anthony Duong. Well, he maybe he, he has a beef with a guy named Anthony Duong that booked uh, <laughs> at Anthony Duong. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but anyways, I, I message him and I, I try to see if he's uh, able to, you know, um, help me with this, but never really replied. Did you make monetary so. offers? Uh, not yet. I mean, I don't know what to pay him, but I mean, uh, if he replies to me, maybe I probably will. But yeah, he never did. So uh, yeah. So anyways, I, I made out. a new. Yeah. So I made a new uh, handle that I'm going to use. Uh, it's based on a really old screen name that I used to use <laughs> yeah, back that. in the day. Way, way, way back in the day. It's called Anchobies. And uh, it's uh, spelled A-N-T-C-H-O-B-E-E-S. And uh, yeah, I'm bringing that back. It's a total uh, um, throwback for me. This yeah. is like way back in like 2000s. I think that T really saved you from that that uh, handle being taken. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it's, it, yeah, it, it's so <laughs> simple. But yeah, it's surprising we'll take it. No, but the other thing mm-hmm. too with the other social media like Twitter, it helped that you're one of the first ones on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you got me to join Twitter back when we didn't even know what Twitter was going to be. I yeah, think- I mean during that during that time, people were using Twitter to like uh, have their plant tell them it needs to be water. No, this is this is way before that. that. That's like them trying to find innovations for Twitter. No, I'm talking about like. I think originally we used it from our, like our our circle of friends as a form to make announcements to the group, not necessarily. I think we're that I think we were using pounce. We were using pounce. That's I don't it. know if you remember that platform, but um, because there's during that time, a lot of uh, people were trying to figure out what social media platform they should get into, mm-hmm. because I guess uh, uh, the reason why uh, Twitter was uh, was the way it was was because of the characters that are used in the text you're only allowed so many yeah and then pounds however uh their take on it was you know you can share links but really short links yeah uh video or picture but that never really worked and we use we used twitter back when it was a text uh texting app yeah 
Yeah, forgot exactly. About that. Yeah, it wasn't even an app back then. It was just texting. Yeah, it was a website and texting. Yep. Oh, memories. I totally forgot about that. Man, it's like dinosaur years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fun. Uh, so, I mean, I think you waited long enough. Uh, go ahead and tell me about Hamilton. Okay, so Hamilton, dude, I always wanted... I'm a big fan of Broadway shows, uh, you know, hence being in drama and all that stuff yeah. back in the days. So Julian and I, we've been going to New York quite a bit, and we watch a lot of different shows every time we go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like, it's, there's something about a Broadway show that makes it so magical. Uh, it's so different than going to the movies and, and watching everything on screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're there, it's raw. Like, yeah. you can really tell how talented these people are. And it totally changes the whole atmosphere of how you perceive acting. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Hamilton. Okay, this is by far probably the best Broadway show I have ever seen in my life. Ooh, and this I've seen a lot, and this pretty much tops everything that I've ever seen. So, I mean, I've seen Phantom of the Opera. That's probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lion King, yeah, classic. Uh, saw the new Anastasia, amazing. Hmm. Uh, and you know everybody's favorite is Wicked. You've seen Wicked, right? No, uh, but I, my money was. I thought the Wiz was gonna take that for you. Actually, I don't know why, or not for you, but I mean in general. Yeah. So, anyways, this show, Lin Manuel Miranda is a genius, hmm. and I'll tell you why. He basically took something that you know a lot of people were really, really happy with. Yeah. Was uh the Hamilton book. Whoever read it, uh, it was like an autobiography by uh, Ron Chernoff. I I don't have his name here, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a great book. I started reading it too, and and yeah, I I can understand why he was so interested in this because, for one thing, people were reading it by word of mouth, like you know, telling him, oh, "Hey, you got to read this book," and two, he thought about like politics. When they, whenever they have like you know debates, yeah, he would think of it like having a rap battle. Uh, so yeah, like preparation. I mean, the rap wasn't really around back then, but yeah, yeah. So he took something so modern, and he put it into a formula of like you know uh, something that is very classic and very old school, and it just works. And it's so amazing because all of the numbers that he wrote throughout the whole entire show is so catchy. So when you're watching it, you're like, oh, yeah, you're like bumping your head and you can see people around you like they're so into it because every word is is like kind of like a slap in the face. And and even the singing of the girls, they yeah. sound like they're like Destiny's Child. The high, or that, like, that, that high level of quality performance. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are moments where you, you think, oh, oh, hey, it's 3LW or anything <laughs> like that. It's weird. After the show, I was like, I, I like was, how you went that far back. 3LW. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was talking to Julie after the show. I was like, um, hey, you know what? The girls kind of remind me of 3LW or Destiny's Child and stuff. It, it's so weird. And then uh, when we uh, got into the car, you know, she started uh, looking up stuff and people were talking about it, too. They're like, wow. So we're not the only ones that thought the same thing. Don't tell so, me. What? Well, don't tell you what? Don't tell me this is actually the three LW girls. No, no, no. Okay. It's not. I'll do what the hell. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Lin Manuel, like when when he wrote, you know, these songs, that was his intention is to have that type of R and B feel to it. Yeah. So that way, like, uh, uh, not only is it catchy, it kind of sets the mood too. So, um, oh, and the cast, it's so weird. There's an Asian guy. In the cast, uh, they call it the uh, Phillips cast because they have like <clears throat> they have like different uh, uh, casts. Like uh, um, they have an Angela cast, they have the Broadway original Broadway cast, right? Uh, and they they have different names for each cast because um, they do different tours and different uh, theaters. So I I got a chance to see the uh, the Phillips cast, and the guy that was playing George Washington is Korean. That's but but Washington was white. <laughs> exactly um dude he was freaking amazing his voice is so good I, I mean we were sitting in the balcony we couldn't really see his face but for sure we know you know he, i mean he looks a little you know my color here <laughs> yeah but dude he's I, was like, so I can't good. say anything because anything i say will be perceived as racist 
<laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, there's a lot of people that were uh, talking about, you know, how this cast is so diverse and why it doesn't make sense for a lot of people to have like a different race to portray uh, these characters. But it makes so much sense because back then, back in the days, Hamilton was more into like uh, abolishing slave early. Um, he wanted he he cared for everybody. He grew up, you know, in in, in the Caribbean where uh, there was a lot of different races. I mean, there was uh, um, a lot of uh, African, um, French. Um, there was actually a lot of Asian people in the Caribbean too, because I mean, there was pirates. Yeah. So. He, yeah he understood so when he came to america he wanted to do the same thing you know it was the land of the free it was more for the people and everybody's human so he had a really big image of the future so watching this really makes you appreciate you know how big hamilton is and at the same time rock out with you know a lot of really amazing numbers of music so i really really think this is probably the best thing I've ever seen in a long, long time. So you thought it was okay. You're like, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I, I, I'm really glad I saw it. I, I shouldn't have paid as much as I did for the tickets. That's my follow-up question. How much was it? Yeah. Ticket? So, I mean, the show itself, I mean, it's not, it, it's very affordable if you buy it on time. Okay. But how much did you pay? Uh, I pay. Okay. Let me tell you how much the ticket uh, costs uh, first. Uh, yeah. The actual cost for it, uh, it was ninety nine dollars or ninety dollars and plus like five dollars and twenty five cents fee or something like that. So right. total was ninety five. Okay. But I went on StubHub and bought the resale ticket. It was three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. And I, bought two of them. I, I and I think when when they came to LA, I think that was the price I was seeing it at was around two fifty to three fifty. And that's a really good price. And I'll tell you why because when I went to New York. Uh, I was so close to just saying, F it. I'm just going to charge my card. And those tickets were like 525 bucks. I I was so close to doing it. But I'm glad I didn't because this, well, this other class, uh, this other cast is amazing. No, I, I, was, I was thinking something else. I'm like, what? Your your resolution was to uh, not spend as much money, but that that was last year. Oh, this, oh, year. this, was, this was for Julie's birthday. So... Yeah. It was for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was easily, for her birthday. I can easily see you trying to upsell it to her. But it's Hamilton. It's just good, good reviews. You got to we got to watch it. It's Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that she she always wanted to watch it and for the past 3 years we've been to New York and every time it's a it's a no. So. Yeah. Right. Oh, even the guy that played Hamilton in this uh this production sounds exactly like Lynn Manuel. <laughs> I was like don't say he sounds exactly like Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. Though. So, uh, is it just in New York right now? It is, right? They're, they're, that's um, so right now, uh, they just finished their Puerto Rican tour because uh, they. Uh, oh, and Lin Manuel was in that production too. He was promoting it to uh, for charity. Mm-hmm. They did the show for charity. Uh, another thing is they're doing the uh, Broadway one, of course, and also Chicago is a, a permanent show. Uh, they did do Pentagious for like a year in LA. Um, yeah, that's what I saw. But yeah, and then I think they have two touring shows right now. Um, the one here and also one in Colum- Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, yeah, Ohio. What, yeah. Meh. Yeah. All right, Tom. Uh, also, before we move on to uh, our new segment, just want to mm-hmm. point this out. A little throwback to the last episode. I forgot about smart water, sparkling water. But you know, I can't see you, right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm drinking <laughs> as you're drinking. <laughs> so yeah, I'm for drinking the, coffee today. Oh, okay. Uh, for the listeners, <laughs> uh, I, I, Anton and I are trying to set up, so I can't see him as we're as we're recording. So all I just heard was an awkward pause as I'm displaying the bottle. Like <laughs> I can't see Anton. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Uh, so is that a plug for Smart Water? Are we, are we being sponsored? No, but let's move on to news and I'll tell you something else that's going on with water. Okay. All right. Let's get into news. All right, Anton. Uh, news. So I was going to put this at the end, but we'll 
since we're talking about water, let's go with it at the top of the news segment. Uh, did, did you know about this Fiji water girl? Yes. It's it's breaking news. I don't know if you heard about this. It's definitely not a couple weeks old. Uh, but a little... Uh, I heard... Okay, I'll tell you a little bit about why I heard. Uh, so I heard about it during the Academy Awards. Golden Globes. Golden Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah. they're all kind of That's mixed in I there. Heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little background. The Golden Globes happened and Fiji Water was one of the sponsors. Uh, so they had, you know, Fiji promo people walking around with trays of Fiji water handed to celebrities. So mm-hmm. that way, if they're lucky, they can get a celebrity in a picture holding one of their bottles. Mm-hmm. Usually how it works for them. Uh, but this girl took it to a, a next level. She kept photobombing celebrities. And not just like, yeah. just happened to be background, but she's like smirking at the camera as she's photobombing with a tray of Fiji water. I, I don't think we really talked about it when it happened because it was so saturated in the news. She's making appearances on talk shows. Uh mm-hmm. I, I even saw radio stations posting pictures w- with her photobombing the studios and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so she made the rounds. Mm-hmm. She is now suing Fiji Water. For what? So apparently what Fiji Water did was uh, they took the her her iconic smirk uh, and her pretty much one of the, one of the photobombs she did uh, at the Golden Globes and did giant cardboard cutouts of her. And we're going to post it all over... Uh, I think I think other awards or something like that. Oh, so that way they won't have to hire her. They can just put out the okay. that that, or they can have her in more places at once, or it becomes like a kind of a joke or whatever. So she's yeah. she's suing Fiji for using her mm-hmm. likeness without her uh, permission. Yeah, but the thing is that they, I don't think she's gonna win because that's their content they already paid for it yeah and she, it's kind of like taking a picture and then you're able to use it all over and over and over again right she but got however, hired to be the face of the brand anyways so yeah she's, they're doing what they're, she's supposed to do yeah but there is a little thin line though there's a lot of companies like uh, especially like a uh, beauty industry there they have a lot of models doing stuff for them mm-hmm. they are contracted from you know a certain date to a certain date to apply uh, to appear on a certain ad so I don't know how this applies to it because, I mean, this is a viral video yeah, uh, or a viral picture. Um, there's really no contract to how long it's being used. So there is a very thin line there to how this applies to what they're doing. Yeah. So uh, apparently there was a, they did that Fiji Water did a fake press conference with her showing her signing away the trademark. Fiji Water Girl, which is what went viral. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently it wasn't a real contract. It was a joke. She thought it was a joke. The document wasn't real. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently like, that's what they're using to to start this ad campaign of her cardboard mm-hmm. cutouts. Uh, I, I'm with you. Like, I mean, I, I get what I, I get what she's going through about the whole uh, them using her likeness without permission. But at the same mm-hmm. time, that's what she's getting paid for at the Golden Globes. Yeah, but if you're a model, that that's what you're working with is, you know, getting gigs yeah. and getting paid to be in ads from yeah. certain dates. Yeah. So, I mean, it, there's a whole different ball game for all that stuff. I mean, there's different contracts for different things and how things work, too. I mean, I, I don't really know what's in the contract. But yeah, I, I, I guess mean, I, I don't know the details, especially when it comes to like being a uh, prom- promotional uh, spokesperson like that. Um, mm-hmm. I would assume it's similar to like when you go to a convention, they have like booth booth models or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I Fiji saying that this lawsuit's not going to go anywhere. She was compensated very well. They're not saying how mm-hmm. much she was. Get, she got paid for this deal, but she's getting compensated. Uh, but she we'll probably s- got compensated in a whole pallet of Fiji water. Yeah. uh but yeah that that's kind of breaking news as we're prepping to record the show i saw that and i think you saw my reaction like "Ooh, that's good news well not good news but it's news (laughs) Uh oh and uh uh, her name is uh kelly oh no yeah kelly steinbach kelly steinbach wait no that's the lawyer uh what's her name uh i just oh uh cuthbert oh my god i just saw her name and i can't i can't find it now ah Damn it. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, smokes. No, I, damn it. I have to find this out because it's bugging me. Uh, no, I can't find it. 
something something Cuthbert. I'll, I'll we'll figure we'll figure it out later on. Anyways, uh, next one on our list here, Anton is uh, Disneyland Space Mountain. Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about this yet. Okay, shoot away. So a guy, and I, and I'm seeing it happen two days ago, but I, I was seeing it this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a guy managed to get off of Space Mountain while the ride was going on, and they had to shut down the ride to in order to get him out of get out of get him out of there for uh, for safety reasons. Okay, what well, what was the reason? He he fell off. Okay, originally he said he cla- he claimed he fell off the ride. Uh huh. But then later on, the oh, Kellef Cuthbert. Sorry. Anyways, I said originally he he fell off the ride. But when Disney investigated, they saw that the restraint bar and everything was still there. Mm-hmm. And upon further re- uh, further research, further investigation, they saw that he managed to shimmy his way out of the restraining bars uh, during the slow part of the ride and walk off it, stand and walk off the ride. So apparently he 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 did get some injuries, mm-hmm. but he managed to get himself to first aid station, and then from there Disney employees got Disney employees and and law enforcement got him off the ride and out mm-hmm. of the danger area. Uh, the I'm kind of struggling with the story because apparently he has uh, a mental disability, mm-hmm. but yet he still had the wherewithal to find the first aid station on the ride. That's so weird. I think he had it all planned out. I think he was doing something, <laughs> dude. Because also, yeah. you can't slip out of those restraint bars that easily, dude. No, like you, you have to. I, I, I guess probably what he did before he got on was to put his hands up, and as soon as the the lap bars go down, he left himself enough space to just slip out. Oh, so kind of like um that the whole escape rope kind of thing, being tied yeah. to the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, just gonna say, yeah, maybe I don't know, but I, I was seeing this I'm like that is so weird. But I, I guess the ride has been closed since then. Um, probably still making sure that the the ride was uh, functioning as intended, and that you know something didn't actually go wrong. Mm-hmm. So uh, besides that, I mean that's that's kind of crazy, right? But, um, yeah. Uh, since we're already talking about Disney uh, at Disneyland. We were vaguely talking about the topic. Um, they actually have a name for it that we didn't really talk about. It was called Project Stardust. Last episode. Right? And, yeah, last episode. And uh, I, I want to go more in depth because a lot of people are, are starting to talk more about it. Um, they're doing a lot of different uh, uh, changes throughout the whole entire park uh, because they're getting ready for uh, Galaxy's Star Edge. Wars. Gal- yeah, Galaxy's yeah. Edge. And uh, I, I guess um, you were talking about how the uh, the main street is going to be. Uh, it, did they already do it? They widened the street, and they uh, they basically don't have steps on the sidewalks anymore. No, well, I, I haven't been there, but last time I was there in December, they haven't done it yet. Um, mm-hmm. Is that they're widening the street? They're just taking away the curbs, pretty much, and 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 smoothing, making it more rounded. Yeah, I think it makes so much more sense because there's going to be a lot more people coming into the park now. So mm-hmm. they have to do that because, I mean, if people are, you know, going straight into the park, they're going to have enough room for people to walk. Yeah. Especially in the morning because I, I notice that, you know, sometimes it's a choke they point. have. Yeah, it is a very, very crazy uh, choke point. I, I remember, you know, uh, usually in the mornings, sometimes they have like uh, ropes that kind of have... Uh, um, a walkway where you can go on the sides to get to where you need to go. And then, you know, the, the middle um, people can just, you know, go wherever. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why they had those ropes is because they had that step. Yeah. And it's such a, 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 a big uh, safety hazard, I guess, mm-hmm. because you now, now it's probably more rounded. They're able to have more people go in and they don't need to have that rope there. Yeah. The, the other time I saw too, is the problem is, um, during well when the parade is over or when the fireworks show is over because then you have a big mm-hmm. group of people trying to leave the park all at once and it's pretty much just like a, a blob of of a crowd trying to funnel mm-hmm. through uh like what like a 15 15 foot opening yeah yeah it's it's tiny it's insane yeah so uh they're doing a couple other changes too i mean i I saw that i saw pictures of uh, the front of the castle it's being uh rebuilt uh in certain areas and i think they're trying to widen that area too because can you imagine oh the gateway um, yeah the drawbridge kind of area uh yeah the drawbridge area 
And I think the reason why is because, I mean, in the future, when when uh, when Galaxy's Edge open, a lot of people are going to be rushing down to that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fastest way to get there is through the castle. I mean, you can go through Adventureland. But that's a long way around. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Toontown's not there anymore, right? The what? Toontown's not there Oh, it's anymore. still there. It's just in the very back. Oh, it's still there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just in the very back. It's not going to affect Toontown because it's like a mm-hmm. separate little hidden area by um, uh, a small world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not going to affect it. But no, I, I see the point with the drawbridge. Cause same thing, that, that's a small area. And it's mm-hmm. a very iconic area too. Like if you're first time going to Disney, of course you want to go see the castle. You want to walk into the castle. Yeah, but people who have already been there. We go around. They don't want to go there. They just want to get... They just want to get to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we're, we'll go around yeah. if, if needed. Yeah, I think the... What would you predict the ride times would be? <sighs> for Galaxy's Edge or just for the whole park itself? Galaxy's Edge and... Uh, well, they're going to have like two two rides. Oof. Okay, so at the worst that I saw Guardians, I think it was at 2.30? No, 2.10? 2.10. Um. I'm willing to say that at its peak, Galaxy's Edge rides are probably going to be... I'm going to go 280. 280, 280, give or take 15 minutes each. Uh, I think the worst I've ever seen was uh, for uh, Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that uh, uh, Flight of Passage ride. And that, the most I've ever seen was like 360 minutes. Ooh, so That's geez. a little over like... That's six like hours. Four, four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. E- even the Slinky ride that that when when they opened up uh, Toy Story Land, that was pretty much like half a day uh, waiting dude. in line. No, that's too much. Mm-hmm. That that uh, that defeats the whole purpose of like you know getting to enjoy the entire experience. You're just there for one thing. That's it. Yeah, I remember hearing people where you know their whole family would just go throughout the the whole entire park and just do whatever, and they just have one person from the family just stay in line the whole day. Yeah, probably switch off. But that's just crazy, though. I, I don't even know why would they they would even do that. I mean, in this case, I if I was you know in charge of the whole thing, I would give each person like a, a fast pass or something, you know, uh, to let them know what time or or what number they are. Yeah. So that they can come back, you know, instead of just waiting there all day long. That's like do do one one ride passes to honor the wait time because yeah, that's yeah that's insane, dude um yeah at the the first time i rode um guardians of the galaxy uh break mission breakout i i think i got lucky like i Mm -hmm. happened to be walking by uh the ride when it reopened Mm -hmm. so it was like a 90 80 to 90 minute wait Mm -hmm. but that's because people were still in line that they refused when the when the ride originally broke down they refused to get out of line Mm-hmm. so that's crazy yeah so I, I think by the time i got off the ride it was already back to like 210 like 180 wow. so yeah. yeah you got a little lucky yeah no exactly so yeah galaxy's mm-hmm. edge is definitely gonna be a, ba- a packed area mm-hmm. so uh other than you know these disney news uh you got something that is what? part of disney i was like still disney <laughs> uh yeah. i mean big news anton black panther's coming to theaters this february okay no it's not 2018 so, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, AMC in honor of Black History Month is mm-hmm. bringing back Black Panther in select theaters uh, across the country. Oh, nice. Okay. Which, I mean, I get it, mm-hmm. but r- racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. A lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of people who are African American, they do find. Black History Month, uh, kind of offensive. Not well, yeah, because they say, "Oh, we only get one month." Um, no, yeah. not just that, but <laughs> I feel like they're trying to. Also, only really only Black Panther, like Black Panther's the only like uh black movie out there. I mean, I, I you know, you know how annoyed I would get if like oh for you know Hispanic history uh, for Hispanic History Month, which is between mid September and mid October, we're bringing back Coco. F you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, no. Uh, a little mixed feelings. <laughs> For Asian month, they're gonna bring back uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. All right. I mean, it would be cool, but then why? I mean, people are already seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's what I don't get. Um, yeah. That's what I I saw. I was like, you know, what? I'll talk about it. So it's mostly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I okay, so I I forgot to add this to a list, but I want to add it just because it's uh, uh it, it's coming out tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. have you heard of Anthem? Oh yeah, uh, the video game from EA. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been seeing kind of teases for it and at first I, did, I thought it was kind of like a, a throwaway game but I'm kind of mm-hmm. I've been seeing some of the trailers and I'm getting kind of uh, interested it, it's pretty much a Iron Man meets Destiny meets Halo mm-hmm. it's a very big game and I was going to talk to you about that too uh, what do you think about doing the the subscription you, there's a little trial that you can do before you buy the game so I don't know if you want to do that uh, with me I think it's about $14.99 a month or or something like that. But then you can try it out for the first month. Uh, I think you get 14-day free trial. Mm. Um, Happy to try it. The demo comes out tomorrow. It's February 1st. Uh, The game actually gets released on the 22nd uh, for PC, Xbox, and PS4. Yeah. Yeah. But in order to do the demo, you have to do the trial. Those jerks. I think I have an email too from EA. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll look into it. I'm. I'm curious about it. And <laughs> I swear the suits are so Iron Man ripoff. Like even the even the mask just comes out like the same way that Iron Man mask does too. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of doing. I was. <laughs> it's funny you 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 bring up this topic because I was looking through my emails to see if there's any uh any uh game testing at uh, EA right now so I can get a copy for you and I. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I know you tried this yeah. word before. Mm-hmm. um no i i'd be down to try it um yeah I, i'll try to look at the email and, and see what the details are for the demo mm-hmm. okay cool. sounds good all right Anton, uh ready to move on to our next segment yep let's go to streaming all right so for streaming this week uh i mean we don't really have much but uh, i i watched i sort of watched two <laughs> okay so Fire Festival, we, we talked about it uh, before in a, a couple episodes ago, where it's a festival about the biggest party that never really happened. And uh, this party was um, run by Ja Rule and this, uh, this guy named uh, uh, Billy. Sorry. Like Billy? Uh, Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. And uh, what they did was they wanted to do uh they wanted to promote this uh they wanted to promote this company that they started like let's say if you wanted to book uh kylie jenner at your birthday party or something you would go to fire.com and you can book the talent Mm -hmm. it'll tell you the pricing and everything and you choose the the dates and they basically uh would contact the uh, the people and try to get that talent to be at your birthday party okay or whatever it is um yeah so they wanted to promote it by doing a really big festival and they wanted to go all out by doing this party on a private island in the bahamas and they advertised this island as uh pablo escobar's um getaway mm-hmm. he owned that island or he used to own the island yeah and uh you know because of the way that they marketed it, the people who owned the island weren't too happy with it because it still had family-owned affiliation with Pablo Escobar's family. Right. And and they wanted it to be you know, a hush-hush type of thing. Mm-hmm. But they went all out. So what happened was they, uh, they didn't let them buy the island. They canceled it on them. So they had to find a different area. They had to find a different island. Yeah. And when that came around, that the island that they picked second, they couldn't they couldn't get everything where they wanted it to be because during that week when they had the whole party or the concert, they had an event there. They had like a racing event or something like that for boat racing. So everybody's coming into town that week. So all of the hotels on the island is all booked already. So can you imagine? Uh, you owning a company and you wanted people to have a place to stay. There's no place to stay on the island. Yeah, I remember. I remember all this stuff happening, and uh, the videos were so dramatic, and it, it almost made it seem like it was like a refugee camp. Like they're just surviving. Yeah. Strand- like uh, the, the 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 first episode of Lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's crazy because uh, uh, the night before the 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 actual event, it was raining. 
like there was it looked like a hurricane that just went through yeah so all of the mattresses were all soaking wet mm-hmm. um and they couldn't bring water in it's all in containers but then they wouldn't release a container unless somebody paid for it and they asked like for twenty six thousand dollars to release the water per bottle or for the whole case for the whole entire container. Oh, oh it's, a, it's a vendor. It was a vendor that was like, we have the water delivery, but we're not giving the water out until we get the payment for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I think like the fire festival people had it. I'm like, what? And no, it's crazy because uh, in, in the very beginning, they don't have enough money to do anything. So they had like a, a bunch of people setting up these tents and they overbooked these people. Um, there's no place for them to stay. Yeah. So they 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 overbooked people, and then they don't have enough tents for everybody. And the place that they're doing it at is kind of like a a, a dump. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it, like you know when they came there, they're like asking the 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 people of the island, like, hey, if we did an event here, where are we gonna do it? And they gave them like this new development area that they're working on, mm-hmm. but it's all trash everywhere because nothing's being developed there. Yet. Yeah, yeah, it was all half-assed, yeah. uh, or not just or. Uh, it's, uh, they bought the tents and all they did was throw the kit on the ground and said, "Here you go." Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, so it's it, it's really crazy. Yeah, I remember the pictures and uh, it 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 was one of like the it looked like it was the start of a really 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 good uh, reality show. Mm-hmm. Where a bunch of rich kids were thrown on an island and said, "Here, survive." <laughs> yeah, so I mean, from the trailer, the trailer pretty much sold the whole entire thing. They mm-hmm. sold a dream that you know everybody had, but then nobody can get it because it's not real. I mean, if they were able to pull it off, then um, you know, you know, that's amazing. But they didn't. They they overpromised people. You yeah. know, uh, uh, what is it? Models. And the best uh, vacation ever on an island that, you know, Pablo Escobar was on. But they ended up not doing his island. Um, yeah. So anyways, there's two documentaries out right now for fire. Um, the first one is on Netflix. Uh-huh. That one is more of uh, uh, the actual clips of the behind the scenes. There was actually someone that was documenting the whole entire uh, fire festival from the very beginning. And that's what uh, these clips are from, and it's more of like the uh, the up and center close up on what really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the other documentary that is on Hulu, that one's called Fire Fraud. That one is uh, basically in the eyes of the people that attended the festival. So it's a bunch of clips and interviews of uh, people going to the festival. Yeah, I can imagine that one's yeah. very dramatic. And, yeah, uh, that one's that one's a lot more dramatic because it's uh you know uh, people spend a lot of money and you know us thinking about it it's like whoa that why would you spend that much money? They were rich but, kids. They're, they're the ones that like <laughs> yeah. No. It's not just rich kids. Uh, there there was a couple of interviews where you know some guy who's like living in a uh, uh, apartment he has nothing in there but he saved his money for this event because he wanted a life changing experience. And there was a lot of people in that that documentary. Yeah, and uh, it's beyond crazy why you would spend twenty six thousand dollars on a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. other thing too is uh, <laughs> the 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 scenes once once the people were finally being because wasn't there a storm going on at the time like they couldn't get the people off the island or whatever. No, it's just that they don't have planes. They don't have. Oh, there we go. That's to, what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, it, it was, it, they needed boats and they needed buses, whatever. Like they they didn't have anything to get. The, yeah, they didn't have transportation, yeah. so they hired like a local uh, person to bring them on a bus. Yeah, no bus. I remember. I remember like those shots, like two days later, people being uh, uh the, <laughs> the the they got locked up in an airport. Yeah, no, no, or, but or, no, it was the rich kids. And again, I, I keep looking at the rich kids, but they were the ones that were like posting stories on Snapchat and and Instagram um like all huddled up on the buses like as if like, like those uh those those vietnam war war movies of them mm-hmm. coming home after the war in the helicopters you know being being rescued off of uh, getting getting helicopter out of vietnam that was these kids getting uh bust out of that fire festival mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but uh i mean if you're really into you know documentaries it's interesting to watch yeah um for someone who don't really care much about it, I wouldn't care to watch. Mm-hmm. The only reason why is, you know, uh, I mean, we we knew we were we were fans of Ja Rule in the past, mm-hmm. so 
uh, I thought it was very interesting to see, you know, his business side. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I think he just met the wrong person to do the wrong investment. That's all. Yeah. Ja Rule. He was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I do want to check it out just because there was such a uh, focus on uh, it was such a big story. And we didn't mm-hmm. really get much of it out of the out of it except for a festival hit, you know, shit hit the fan and then. Yeah, people getting rescued out of the fire festival and then lawsuit, and that's pretty much it. That's all we heard. It was kind of a headlines. Yeah. There was a lady that pretty much uh, tried to cater to the people, you know, that were hungry, mm-hmm. and she thought she was going to get paid, but she didn't get paid a penny, and she had to fork out her savings, like almost over fifty thousand dollars that she saved up, and uh, she was crying uh, in in the documentary, and she she just couldn't pay her people so she took her own money to pay mm-hmm. her people yeah it was a big loss but then hey somebody uh, made a uh, go fund me page and um you know raised a lot of money for her yeah i saw so that that, that, that was one of the thing. once the reviews for these documentaries are coming out that's one uh that is one post i started seeing a lot of mm-hmm. that they somebody paid him uh, the go yeah, I, mean, I feel bad for her i mean she basically did free labor same thing with a lot of the people that put up the tents too they they didn't get paid yeah Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, so you recommended both of them or just one? Uh, I it's different perspectives, so it's very interesting to see. Okay, well, which one do you think people should see first, the the Hulu one or the Amazon one? Or uh, no, I think uh, you Netflix. should see. I I think you should see the Netflix one first, just to get the feel of you know what happened before, like the background, because uh, yeah, the background and how it started and and where it was going and and how it ended, because mm-hmm. uh, the other one was just the second half of what happened so it's better to watch the netflix one first i think okay all right mm-hmm. sounds good anton all right uh ready to move on to our last segment yeah sure let's do it all right let's go into movies all right anton. uh for movies we have this week number one glass no surprise there with 77.8 million Number two, The Upside with 65.8 million. Number three, The Green Book with 50.9 million. Number four, Aquaman Still Fighting Strong with 318.1 million. And last, not last, but in fifth place, Spider Man Into Spider Verse with 170.4 million, going Mm -hmm. almost onto his 50th day. Wow. Yeah. uh, We talked about Glass last week. Do you think it's going to be holding up against the new releases this week, Anton? I don't think so. I think uh, a lot of movies that are coming out will top the box office. doesn't matter what it is because whoever wanted to see Glass probably already seen it. Yeah, I'm on the fence about that one. Uh, Well, this week, well, tomorrow, we have uh, Gina Rodriguez's new movie, Miss Bala, uh, with Mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Mackie from, uh, from Avengers. And the Hurt Locker. So th- that one looks going to be really interesting. I'm kind of curious about that one. Uh, that is something that I actually want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's weird that they made a remake of it so soon. Because mm-hmm. the Spanish version, I think, is only like three years old or something. Or four years old. Uh, let's see. Was it longer than that? What? What was the old version called? Same thing. I'm pretty sure it was the same thing. But it was a Spanish name for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of a different movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the following week after that, we have the Lego movie coming out. So I... I I think whatever money Glass is going to make, it needs to fight Miss Bala for it. And then if not, Lego is going to take over. Lego is going to take over, period. <laughs> yeah, I was seeing, I think it's like a 90-something percent on, on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Critic review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have not seen the original Lego movie, but I did see the Lego Batman, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, then you're going to love the Lego movie. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I haven't seen the Ninjago one before. Uh, that that's that's the one with uh, uh Dave Franco and uh, Jackie Chan. Oh, I didn't know they 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 went that high budget for the Ninjago ones. Oh yeah, yeah, they they went pretty high budget on that one. It it looks really funny, but I just haven't seen it yet. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm. I, I. Oh, let me let me give you a little warning. The songs are very catchy. For Lego. Yeah. Ooh. The the first one is uh, everything is awesome. That's the name of the song. That seems like a very Chris Pratt song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, I think for uh, the new Lego movie, it, it's called uh, uh, The Song's Gonna Get Stuck in Your Head. And that's the name of the song. 
Yeah. No, I did see the trailer for it before what movie? I think it's before Aquaman. I saw the trailer for it, and I I was laughing mm-hmm. my butt off just watching some of those scenes. Yeah, the the little star is like, oh, it's so cold. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I I think we're starting we're finally starting to get into the the good movies uh, because after that then we have Alita Battle Angel which you had to miss out on. Yeah, I, I had a screening today that I totally missed. I uh, really wanted to see it too. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I missed it because uh, my uh, wife was in class. But I mean, it's fine. We had a date night. We had some sushi. Uh, we had some uh, really good dessert. So it, it paid off. Some sushi. All right. Uh, well, yeah. okay. So I kind of want to see the. Uh, I, I want to get your take on this. Okay. Uh, somebody has taken a uh, collage of all the major movies that are coming out. Well, the, the major movie for each month of this year. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how excited you get for this one. So January, Glass. Mm-hmm. February, Alita, Battle Angel. March, Captain Marvel. April, Avengers. May, Detec- Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. June, Toy Story 4. July, Spider-Man. August, The New Mutants. Uh, September, It, Chapter 2. And October, Joker movie. Mm-hmm. November, Frozen 2. And December, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We easily have at least two movies each each month th- this year that you want to see after starting starting February. So do I have any that I would like to see? Like, just pick two? or No, no, I'm saying, like, like which one are you probably more excited for? Uh, Captain Marvel, of course, would be the first thing that I'm looking forward to. Um, second thing would be um the detective pikachu <laughs> yeah I, i'm really excited for that i'm 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 on the fence about detective pikachu i want to watch it regardless but i definitely want to like mm-hmm. i'm i'm containing my excitement and and keeping my expectations keeping a low little. expectation yeah 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 I, i'm totally like that too but it's pokemon so it's really hard you have to, for uh, me to you know yeah I know. yeah it, even watching the 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 most recent uh, Pokemon movie, um, the one where they basically summed up uh, um, the whole first season of the Kanto is it Kanto region? Uh, Kanto, yeah, Can- Kanto region where you know uh, the Elite Four and stuff like that. But they scrunched it up into one movie, which was amazing. I love that movie, and uh, uh, it was a really good fresh take on it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, what is it? It's uh, Pokemon the movie. Oh, it's just the movie? Yeah, Pokemon the movie. And it, it, it's basically the whole entire... It doesn't have Brock. It doesn't have Misty. It has two new characters that, you know, pretty much uh, remind you of Brock and Misty. But it works so well. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a, a streamlined version of that story. Yeah, imagine like, uh, uh, you know, Ash uh, going to all of the gyms mm-hmm. in one movie. Mm, okay. And fighting the Elite Four in one movie. Oh, Pokemon movie, I Choose You? Mm-hmm. Yep, that one. Okay. Well, well, I'll check it out. All right, Anton. Mm-hmm. Um, we really don't have really m- much to talk about this movie segment. Uh, we just want to give a rundown of the movie th- movies coming out. Uh, I do have to start working on our movie draft because I think that's going to sneak up on me very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- and I probably have to make a new logo for that. Oh, yes. Please do. <clears throat> Please yeah. do um yeah dude so i can't wait uh i'll probably put a Mm -hmm. list up on the website once it's ready and uh we'll start studying because uh i i don't know if we're gonna get to go to star wars celebration in chicago this year because we haven't heard back Mm -hmm. about our 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 media passes oh uh i think it's before february something that we're supposed to hear if we got got, okay yeah Um, there's a specific date for it yeah because i yeah, that's usually when we dra- that's usually when we do our draft too. Mm-hmm. So if, if we get if we get the passes, we have to do the draft earlier. That's which can be put more pressure on me. If we don't, then mm-hmm. that's cool. We can stay on schedule. But either way, clock's ticking on my side. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Yeah, well, I'm excited either way. Well, you're getting to go to uh, WinterCon, so that's really cool. Yes, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with uh, Josias from the, the Comic Syndicate and my brother uh, RG from Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes. So luckily here it's here yeah. in Anaheim, so you just uh, mm-hmm. stay local. So, uh, also, we're, we're going to have uh, some really big announcements uh, in the upcoming episodes. Just a little teaser. Uh, we can't really talk much about it, but uh, <laughs> so it's going it something up? really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> really big announcement. I'm going to tell you what it is. So, <laughs> Yeah, just just to keep people coming back. Just to, you know. Yeah. All right. 
right mm-hmm. so if people want to keep us coming back how can they do that they can do that by going to a website at www.the2oc.com to purchase some maybe t-shirts not this one this one's in and out uh and maybe some stickers and if there was something that we talked on about on the show that they like they can probably uh click anywhere on our site that has the amazon banner and it gives us a little kickback when they do any purchases on anything that they would like to purchase um yeah and i also got a new twitter handle so i'll bring it up after your segment all right uh you can also follow us uh, on social media at the 2oc on twitter instagram and facebook uh, you can send us an email to mail at the 2oc.com uh, don't forget to give us a thumbs up, five stars, whatever the rating system is on your favorite podcast listening app. And uh, go on YouTube and subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel there, The2OC. Uh, that way, you know, ring the bell, get a little notification when we start streaming. Mm-hmm. And Anton, right, go ahead. So, yeah. So you can find me at Aunt Chobies on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Well, I guess I'll put and my Alan. Uh, OC Alan Flores on Twitter. Uh, I think a Flores nine two sixty three on Instagram. I don't remember. I can't. I'm not used to promoting my own stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird when you have like you know different handles on 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 different uh, platforms. You just don't really know. We what get it, do. Anton. You mastered social media, <laughs> and I haven't. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right, for the two OC, I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. All right, have a good one, guys. Later. Bye.